What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's Seven Figures Club podcast. And today, my friends, I just wanted to share you know, a little interesting uh, fact. Events are back and events are awesome. And I wanna talk about the three top reasons why events are amazing. Number one at the top of the list is there's nothing like being there in front of a physical human being and looking at them in the eye and shaking their hand and seeing them and talking and connecting. That's number one. Number two, there's just amazing Uh, opportunities that you find when you're networking in person with people that you can't necessarily really do online or with a Zoom call. And number three, the presentations and the ability to connect on a higher level are just outstanding. So let's dive into the power of events and that they are back. Yes. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right, guys. Hope you are just killing it here. Focused in on the third quarter of 2021, getting ready to have, you know, more breakthroughs and taking the right levels of action and you're pivoting when certain things are not working. You need to make tweaks and changes. So recently, I went to a live event. It was in Tampa Bay, Florida at a beautiful, beautiful resort. In fact, it's called the Saddleback Resort. In fact, where many great tennis players honed in their skills, tennis players like Pete Sampras and Jennifer Capriati, some of you uh, tennis uh, buffs back in the early 2000s, 90s, may remember those two professionals that played there. So we flew out on a Sunday to this uh, you know, great event. About 500 e-commerce entrepreneurs were going to be at this event and were. And the people putting it on were outstanding. And it was just so amazing to be able to connect with people in person at an event. And thank goodness for states like the state of Florida that make these events happen and have not let the pandemic and other factors you know, keep them down. So it's been, been nice to see that and uh, it was kind of funny because just a couple weeks ago I was in Orlando at Disney World with my family and then literally the next week I flew back to Tampa Bay with a couple of our with uh, Ben and Nate here with the seven figures funding team and did this event and so what I wanted to share with you guys today is just the power of making an event effective for you now the problem that a lot of people have with events is they'll, let's say you provide a service, a software, products, whatever the case may be, and you go and you get a booth at an event and you're gonna find some deals and you're gonna do some business. And however, it may not be that effective. It may not actually make you profits. It may be an event that loses you money. And over the years, I've done dozens and dozens of these entrepreneurial events, and I've kind of realized a certain formula to make an event work for you. And the problem that most people have is they don't plan these things through very well, 
and they end up wasting a lot of time and worse, a lot of money. And even worse than that, they actually lose momentum in their business if they go to the wrong events. So you've got to figure out, is this an event where my ideal either customer or client is, or if it's not an ideal place for my customer or client, is this an ideal event where I can connect up with strategic partners who can actually take my business to the next level? And if you can't say yes to one of those two questions, then you need to say no to the event, right? Unless it's one of those events that's going to have this magical transformative you know, experience and effect on you and change the way you think and give you new skills or new a new uh, vista point where you're gonna have a better perspective of how to solve problems, whatever problems or challenges you are dealing with in your business. But for me, for most events, if it's an event where I'm trying to make money, there's nothing worse than not connecting with my ideal client, my dream client at the event, or my ideal strategic partner, Dream 100, etc. So those are two important factors that must be hammered home because if you are not getting those two factors, those two questions answered with a positive yes, then you may very well be flushing your time down the drain. And there is nothing worse than that because time is the one resource we will not be getting back. So that said, let's talk about why this was a good event and why we decided to do it. So first off, a lot of these events, especially when you're a sponsor there, you're getting a booth, they are pay to play. You're not gonna show up for free. You're going to pay to play. Obviously it helps if you can provide value to the event planner or the organization putting on the event, you know, far before the event is actually put on. And so that is exactly what we did. We were providing funding for some of the coaching clients and some of the clients of the organization that put the event on. And so there was already some rapport. There was already a great win-win relationship put into place. So that was one reason we thought it might be good. Number two, our ideal client was gonna be there. Not only our ideal, our ideal client, but maybe 500 prospective clients were going to be there. And so obviously that was a good reason to go ahead and commit to this event. And so our sponsorship, we we ended up paying about $8,000 to sponsor. Uh, ben and Nate and I flew out, probably cost us about $3,000 over four days to do the flights, the hotel, the food, and all the little de details to make that work, the travel to and from the airport, et cetera, et cetera. And one thing that is a game changer with all of these types of events, if you are going to sponsor an event, I kind of feel like you should only sponsor it if you can get on stage. And you don't have to be on stage very long, but you've got to be on stage for 10 to 15 minutes to connect with that audience and let them know why they're gonna to wanna to come see you at your booth. Because if you don't, some people may come see you at your booth, but they're you're gonna spend the entire time just explaining what you do to see if it's even a fit. And for most people, might be some tire kicker things. And so it's kind of one of those ineffective strategies. If you don't get on a stage in an event and have an opportunity to explain what you do, Honestly, it's probably not worth sponsoring the event. And that's just what I've seen and I've done and sponsored, you know, lots of these events. Sponsorship uh, costs as high as $20,000. 
And there's nothing worse than making a bad investment in your business like that. So that's that's number one. And so number two, if you're going to get on stage, which I'm telling you is a requirement, then you need to have a good presentation that is going to connect well with the audience. So with this audience, this was e-commerce, you know, uh, Amazon, eBay entrepreneurs, Walmart stores was who we were connecting up with. This was the audience. And so as we connected up with them, I wanted to create a funding presentation that was customized to basically help eliminate the challenges and the obstacles that an e-commerce entrepreneur finds. And so for us, that is, you know, we're going to provide funding to help them, you know, overcome their challenges. And one of their biggest challenges, they need funding for inventory. They need funding for all these different purposes, software, coaching and training. And so I customized the presentation to connect up with what we do with their obstacles and challenges. And that's key, right? The biggest, you know, you always want to know your customer, know your customer really, really well and, and, and just fall into love with your customer. Know all the ins and outs and details, challenges, dreams, who your typical customer is. And so, but the problem is with a lot of these events is you don't know exactly who the audience is made of. And so it's vital and important to really ask those questions of the event organizers because they will know. They will know who's attending you know, these, uh, these events. They will know who their customer is. And so you want to ask the right questions and make sure it's a good connection. One of the bonuses that happened for us at this event was we connected up with another funding company. And this is what's awesome about changing from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. What most people do, and they screw up with this massively, is they go to an event and they see someone who is a quote unquote competitor, and then they don't connect up with them. They don't find out how they can do business because unless it's a competitor who's doing 100% exactly what you do, probably they're serving different segments of the market. So in our case, we connected up with this awesome you know, lender, direct lender, who had received $100 million in capital from Wall Street to offer to Amazon businesses. And they like pretty well-established businesses. We like the startups. So it's kind of this perfect segue, perfect connection. And one of the uh, owners was uh, at the booth as well. And just an amazing person, guy named David, great speaker in his own right. And had a lot of fun getting to know him great family guy and just an outstanding person just making the world a better place so it was really cool to connect up with him and uh, learn more about uh, their business and it turns out we're going to be able to refer business back and forth it's going to be very profitable for both organizations and they've got great people in their organization we've got great people in ours and so another example of how to make an event fruitful and productive is looking for strategic partners where you can pass business back and forth and win and that's all about the law of abundance not scarcity mindset that there's enough for everybody when you work together magical things can happen so that's what we did and that was that was really cool and it is super important to point out that like i said you want you've got to be on stage but okay now you got a yes you know, you, you convince the event uh, planner to let you on stage. Okay, great. 
Now, the next thing that, that, uh, that needs to be looked at is, okay, great, you were on stage, but um, you know, how are you going to present your message in a way that connects with the audience? So we talked about customizing it, but you have to do more than just customize it. You have to think about the aspects of being a good speaker. My parents, you know, God bless them, they are very, they were very good at helping, you know, me and my eight brothers and sisters, there's nine of us total, I'm the oldest of nine, very good at pointing out how important it is to be a great communicator and speaker. And it's funny that they made that kind of a requirement for us growing up because in reality, and both of them are outstanding, smart people, in reality, probably neither one of them are you know, 10 out of 10 star speakers, but they understand what makes a good speaker. And they understood that number one, you had to have something interesting at the beginning and it could not be boring. And so I learned that they had me, uh, they signed me up for debate and, uh, you know, I was a, didn't understand really the benefits of it, but boy, they have paid off and, you know, super grateful that they, made me do that in my debate and AP English teacher, same person, wonderful lady by the name of Mary Lee, really made a positive impact in helping me to understand how powerful speaking can be. And so as I've gone across the country and spoken at these different events about how we provide funding for the attendees there, you want to have something that gets their attention. So for me in, in this one, I, I had everybody stand up if they were committed to making 2021 and the next six, the last six months of 2021, the best months ever to grow their business. Everybody stood up and there was energy. Boom, I got their attention, right? The worst thing you can do is go in there, be boring, not get their attention. It's like Facebook. If you're scrolling through Facebook, you need something to interrupt the scroll to make somebody stop. And if you don't have that, they're gonna keep on scrolling. You're gonna pay a lot of money for ads that don't convert or that do convert, but they don't get enough of them because you don't get enough clicks, right? And so you've got to stop the scroll. You've got to get people's attention. And then you've got to tell a story at the beginning. And uh, Russell Brunson does an amazing job of, of the kind of origina origination story um, that really explains like why what you're going to be sharing with them, your product or service through a story teaching them how it's going to transform their life. So for me, I'm sharing a story about how funding my own e-commerce business that I was dealing with like a decade ago, how vital that was to doubling and tripling our volume and funding was the key, right? And so I shared that story and so I didn't come right out and say, hey, don't be an idiot. Come fund your, your e-commerce business. You're going to grow. No, I, I shared a story and the story, there's a reason why Jesus is the most powerful teacher in the history of the world because he taught by stories and nothing tells us, teaches a lesson to us more powerfully, more epically than a great story, a great movie, etc. And so that was what I did, shared that story. People get it. And then I can go into some interesting, 
you know, topics. All right, what about, uh, you know, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I can talk about our funding programs. I can talk about 0% interest. I can go into some of the nuances. And then now I've done enough. And it's important to get people nodding their head and saying yes throughout the presentation because if they haven't said yes to anything I've said for the first 10 to 15 minutes, when I get to the call to action to ask them to do what I really want them to do, which is apply for funding, well, guess what? They're not gonna be very interested in complying with that because I didn't ask them to say yes before that. And so that is super vital and important. Another thing I kind of learned from Russell Brunson, what he learned from another speaker was getting people to nod their head and say yes because you're getting them to engage. There is, it's so important to engage your audience when I'm doing like a funding CEO challenge and I'm engaging the audience and connecting, like all of these things really, really pay off big time. So. So those are some of the keys and takeaways. And, and if you want to succeed, you know, really high with these events, that's what it takes. And then the follow-up, right? There's got to be follow-up. And then you've got to have systems and processes and technology. And so we did a, you know, one of our um, awesome team members, uh, Haley, uh, put together a QR code so that people could scan the QR code right there you know, while I was on stage with the slides, they could use the QR code on, on their phone and pull up the website so they could apply for funding. Just super smart things that I didn't think of all of them, but our team put together. And those systems and processes make all of the difference to make an event successful. So guys, excited for events to be back. If you wanna succeed at a high level at events, those are the things I've seen to work. And of course, each business and industry and profession are different, but the same principles to success with events are going to correspond there. So have a productive day and say hello to events because they are back. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.